You shouldn't use my name. Dodson! Dodson! We've got Dodson here! See, nobody cares. Nice hat. You're trying to look like a secret agent? $750. On delivery, 50,000 more for each viable embryo. That's 1.5 million if you get all 15 species off the island. Oh, I'll get them all. Remember, viable embryos. They're no use to us if they don't survive. Shut up and three bit more popcorn! Shut up and three bit more popcorn! Waka waka motherfuckers. Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. Doing this episode on Jurassic Park 3, the last one of the original, I don't want to say original, before they did the whole Jurassic World bullshit with Chris Pratt and all that. So this one came out in 2001, so if you haven't seen it yet, or you plan on seeing it, or whatever, however, if you... I don't know how you haven't seen it. These movies were fucking crazy. So, uh, with that being said, <clears throat> we're going to go ahead and get into it after these messages. Are you tired of eating that stupid sandwich shop from down the street? Where they give you more bread than they give you meat? Well, bring your big ass down to Chub Sub Sandwiches. We got all the meat you can handle, baby. All you got to say is, double my pleasure, double my fun. You're going to put double ham. Combo, bologna and ham, chicken, turkey, oh man, all the veggies you can handle, baby. Get your big ass down here to chub. We ain't no pedophile ring, you know what I mean. What's up, y'all? So let's get into it. Jurassic Park 3 came out in 2001, and it sees the return of Dr. I think it's Alan Grant, <clears throat> played by Sam Neill. Now, the first movie came out in 1993, was a practically a huge success. I mean, with toys and all that shit. Uh, now, the first movie, actually the first and second movie, are based on books written uh, written by Michael. Oh shit, what the hell's his name? Uh, Crichton or something like that. But they're based on books, and then Steven Spielberg directed the first movie uh the second one doesn't see anybody return other than uh jeff goldblum's character dr uh, i think it's ian or something he's that one he's like the uh kind of like the rocker from the first movie kind of like that hipster like that oh i'm too cool for school I'm wearing black and oh no let me take my shirt off uh and the second one it's about him and his team and then the third one comes out, uh, I think it was like maybe three or four years later. And uh, we do see uh, Alan's, the female, uh, Ellie, Ali, Ellie, how's her name? From the first movie, she makes like a little quick, or she didn't make a quick cameo. She makes, uh, she's in the beginning, she's kind of moved on. In the first movie, they were, I think they were dating or partners or something. And then in this one, I mean, she's moved on. She got married, had kids, or a kid. No, I think she has two. And then, you know, Sam Neill, he, this movie kind of doesn't really, they don't go back to the same island. They go to what's called Site B. And this one has 
it's basically like a rescue mission. And the beginning of the movie starts off with these, uh, what you would assume is a father and son paragliding in Costa Rica, or paragliding, par parasailing, and they're kind of near the island, they kind of want to see any dinosaurs, and they, they pay a little extra, you know, and so the accident happens, the boat gets, uh, I, I guess, attacked by an, uh, uh, by something, it's never shown, it's never really, it's just assumed that it's, an, it's a water dinosaur, or maybe something else, a shark or something, but somehow it gets, the people get eaten, and the boat crashes, they, they escape, they land, and then we find out their fate later on, um, so in the beginning of the film we meet Mr. Kirby, Mr. and Mrs. Kirby, who end up actually being divorced couple, who are the parents of the, the boy in the first part. And the man that's with them is is uh, her boyfriend or, or or husband or second husband whatever. <clears throat> they they kind of mislead uh, Grant and his uh, assistant Billy uh, into like taking them to the island as being an anniversary gift. We wanna we, you know we went you know mountain climbing we went did this and that and all this we're an adventure couple and we want to do something exciting this year so they kind of you know they make up this ruse to get him to help them help them find their son so they get on the island and then they find out you know what's going on and between between here and the beginning of the film and when they make it to the island grant is you know he's he's living with this whole you know, I survived Jurassic Park. I'm, I like this kind of like, like I'd say fame or something because he's doing a lecture and a bunch of kids at a college and they want to, you know, you have any questions. They're raising their hands for questions and then, of course, they have to do with the, you know, the Jurassic Park and then he kind of he kind of shuts that down. And so now he's just kind of like fuck that's my legacy i did all this other stuff in my career and i'm only going to be known as the dinosaur guy you know jurassic park guy whatever <clears throat> so uh you know of course he's an archaeologist he needs to work on grants and stuff like this and research money and blah 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 kirby kind of tells him hey all right i can put all kinds of numbers on this check you know just take me there be our guide and the motherfucker is like low-key uh, hiring people that he can't I'm assuming he can't pay these motherfuckers because he, he basically hires a mercenary team to go with them and uh, all but one survive and he doesn't even survive to the end of the movie all these motherfuckers die who are supposed to be these fucking you know commando Billy Badass motherfuckers like they literally fire a gun at a broken down plane with spray painted uh, eyes and teeth like it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex I and mean, they're trying to, you know, like laughing after it blows up. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, so the, the two badass dudes die as soon as they land. Like the first dude, it's not even fun. I mean, it is kind of funny because he's like, they land the plane and then they kind of like, automatically the stupid bitch is yelling for her son and with like a megaphone and they they bring the uh, the attention of things like a spinosaurus it's this big ass you know 
carnivore with his fucking like fin on his back, long snout. And so they've already gone into the jungle and got his attention. He's coming, scares the shit out of the first mercenary dude. And then so everybody else is like in the plane. They literally leave him on the fucking runway. Uh, they're like, they leave him there. Like, we're going to circle around. We'll find him. He can take care of himself. The motherfucker gets eaten up like, like that. And, um, so of course they, they can't take off right. They end up fucking crashing into trees. And this is, and then that Spinosaurus um, is basically attacking them. The plane gets ripped in half or he rips it in half then the other mercenary dude gets he had they have this satellite phone uh, they have this uh, satellite phone and they he has it because he's gonna make a call or something he, somehow he has the phone but this motherfucker gets eaten up and they figure out so now they're all stuck in a fucking tree in a fucking half-eaten airplane. Um, and miraculously, it falls out of the tree and nobody's hurt. With, and the whole time the dinosaur's playing with the fucking plane, and, you know, stabbing it with its big-ass snout and trying to, like, eat everybody. Everybody's fine. Nobody's got any fucking broken limbs or, or any. Nobody's limping. But they survive. The dinosaur runs off. And then they, um, they, the, again, the lady starts fucking screaming her son's name, Eric, 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 like a fucking idiot. Uh, long story short, they confess why they're really there. And he's pissed off. They come to realize, Grant is pissed off. Grant and Billy start to realize that this motherfucker ain't gonna pay him. That they basically came to the island for shits and giggles. Um, now, while they're roaming through the jungle and this and that, they find the remains of her boyfriend or whatever in a tangled up in uh, the parasail. And the fucking parasail has it, uh, in the beginning of the movie, you see it when, when they're flying or whatever, they're floating. It says Dino Soar, and it's spelled, you know, Dino Dash S O A R, as in I'm soaring like an eagle. The corniest fucking thing I ever saw. It was the first thing I noticed when I when we started watching it. And then at the same time, when they find the remains of the guy, it still says Dino Soar, and like the dude's dead. This dude's like a complete skeleton, and I'm just laughing internally because it's fucking so corny. But that shows you just how much uh, the people of Costa Rica would cash in for, you know, the the tourism. Because people, of course, go, I want to see a dinosaur. I know I can die, but I want to see a dinosaur. Um, uh, they somehow make it to, I would say, the, the main building or whatever, the main facility. And uh, they have some stupid, there's corny parts in the movie. And this one is one of them where they're in the kind of like the lobby with the vending machines. And Kirby, for some reason, apparently he thinks electricity works. He's like starts running through change. Like, anybody got any nickels? And Billy, on the other hand, just kicks the motherfucking glass and starts looting. Uh, 
you know, Cheez-Its and, and Doritos and whatever, Twinkies and whatnot. And then, of course, he sees that, so what does Kirby do? Who, uh, who I didn't really know, who didn't say, it's played by oh, William H. Macy. And uh, so he tries to kick it, he doesn't do shit. So that was the corny thing. Now, the real fucking weird thing is that while they're in this visitor center or whatever, they're starting looking and everything's busted up. Everything looks like fucking apocalypse now where everything's just run down and like covered in vegetation and just like, you know, almost like, uh, you know, the History Channel uh, show of after humans or something like that where it's like what life is going to be like when we're extinct. So, you know, they're they're just kind of being nosy and and talking about, oh, this is where you make dinosaurs. And Alan's like, no, this is where you play God. I don't know why he's Scottish, but anyways. Uh, then we get to the part where we all we all know it's going to happen. They run into r- velociraptors. And the funny thing about it in this part right around this time is that he's, like, the, the raptor's just kind of, like, frozen. Like, you think it's a head in a jar, like, in, like, liquid or something because that's what they're seeing. And it's a fucking raptor just kind of, like, playing dead. And then turns his head and just starts attacking him. You know, they manage to escape and everything, but in, you know, they, uh, I think it's around this, I think it's around this time, yeah, um, uh, Billy had somehow, we without anybody knowing, went back when they, they had come across some, some egg nests or whatever, and the dude stole like three eggs, and so, uh, nobody knows about it right now, but the raptors, they sense it, so they're, that's why they're after them, because, you know, these motherfuckers stole my babies, so, uh, the team, never say the team, but they get separated, uh, and Alan gets cornered by a bunch of velociraptors, he, at this time, has the bag, has the, uh, the bag with the eggs in it, so, uh, out of nowhere, fucking, you know, parasailing boy comes to the rescue dressed up and, and throws some tear gas or whatever, I don't know, where he gets it from, I don't know how, honestly, I do not, I don't think they say it in the movie, but how long he was, uh, stranded on the island, but the dude made the most of it, he has, like, this little hideout inside, like, a tanker truck, where he's got, like, candy bars and, and food, I guess he raided the kitchens, he somehow realized, you know, when it's, the, you know, the best time to go out and, 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 uh, 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 scavenge or whatever, find material and find stuff. And so he, he saves uh, Alan Grant from an attack. And uh, I think they like they have like a moment. He, they, they talk. So the plan is that they all meet at the coast. So while they're both separated, they both realize, you know, we got to get, you know, that was the plan before. So that's where we're going to go. We're going to head towards the coast. And in doing so, they, uh, the kid hears the dude, the, the, his dad's uh, satellite phone ringing. Now remember... The satellite phone was with one of the mercenary guys that got eaten by this, uh, what, a Spinosaurus or whatever. So, they hear, he hears the jingle, he starts running, they meet at the, like, the old electric fence or whatever. And, uh, they end up uh, realizing, no, we don't have, the, you know, they don't have the satellite phone. <clears throat> and then, boom, here comes the dinosaur out of nowhere. Chases him out. And then... You know, you think, oh fuck, he can't. The defense is gonna stop him. Or some bullshit. No, the motherfucker busts through the fence. Now, 
He busts through the fence. They escape into another facility. And they latch the doors. You mean to tell me this motherfucker can't bust through the goddamn doors? He busts through the fence like nothing. And then, oh, they went into a little small building with doors and latches. Oh, I can't. Sorry. Go somewhere else. Fucking stupid. Uh, But this is where it kind of gets tricky. Because they end up in the pterodactyl. Um, enclosure or, or area and so when they realize that they're in the pterodactyl uh, thunderdome the fucking pterodactyls start like they pick up the kid and they basically she picks up the kid and feeds it to her pterodactyl babies and they they just I don't know, this, this scene is annoying as fuck because they're like these like pecking at him and you're like get the fuck away he's like ah these are like nightmares and so Billy who has the parachute or the parasail still on him or or with him he clicks it on and he jumps off of the I guess the tallest area right there is to, to rescue the kid and in the process this motherfucker ends up uh, getting picked up by the ter- oh, pterodactyl the pterodactyls uh, once he rescues the kid and everything and so you think oh shit Billy's dead damn that sucks blah 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 uh, then they make their way, their way out of pterodactyl thunderdome and then there's like they're seeing like where the, la- the door latch doesn't close all the way so you're like oh, they're gonna escape which we see at the end they fly off like a bunch of dumbasses <clears throat> So now they're, you know, we're getting to the end of the movie, or close to the end, but of course we still have to deal with a stupid Spinosaurus. They hear the phone ringing, and you're thinking, oh shit, the di- you know, he's he's there, he's gonna get us. They come across a pile of dinosaur shit. <laughs> they come across the pile of dinosaur shit, and so the next, you know, what do you do? You get the phone from the pile of shit. So that's what they do. Uh, they clean it off course, you know, you don't want to just stick a phone that you just got out of a pile of shit to your face and be like, Hello, you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie, Sarah? Uh, whatever the fuck that lady's name is. Anyways, so, they, uh, they only have enough juice, quote unquote, for one call, even though that's a bunch of bullshit. I doubt they have enough juice for one call because they, you know, they call back or whatever because he ends up calling Ellie he ends up calling his uh, uh, his ex or whatever his his old partner because at the time she's married to someone who works oh I think he said he works for the some some kind of government official he works for the government and um, he calls her up thinking he's going to get her but he gets a little, the little her, her son he gets a little boy and at the beginning of the movie, he's like, hey, the dinosaur man, rah, rah. Like, he's he's critiquing, at the, in the beginning of the movie, he's critiquing this kid because he's playing with dinosaurs. And he's like, oh, they actually wouldn't fight with each other because they're plant eaters. Uh, the, these are carnivores. They'll, they always fight with each other. And so, uh, in the process of calling Ellie and, and all this, they, uh, they find a boat. And, of course, they're floating down the river on this boat that's uh, got, like, a cage on it or something. And so they come across the Spinosaurus again. So, and it starts raining for some reason. It starts raining, 
And so they're dealing with all this, all this shit at the same time. And then the the phone clicks off. I guess she hears the commotion and she she knows it's Alan because the little boy's like, "It's a dinosaur man! It's a dinosaur man!" So she ends up. I guess the phone gets disconnected. She f- figures what's going on. Somehow she under somehow way or another she she uh, she figures out that they're at Jurassic Park site B or something because after all this well of course they you know they survive nobody's dead except for Billy as you know so so we know so we think and so now what else could they, what else could possibly go wrong they get close to to the coastal area to the co- to the shoreline and Caca, caca, fucking velociraptors. The raptors are waiting for them. They set another trap or something. And they get them, like, they surround them. And they're like, oh, they're like, they, you think they're going to get fucked up. Now, I don't know if I said it at the beginning. But at the very beginning of the movie, before he meets with Kirby, they somehow have 3D printing in 2001. Which, honestly, isn't. Beyond, you know, it's like, like, oh, no, they got an iPhone 7 in 2001. What? No. It, it was possible to have, like, a 3D printer or something. But Billy made a model of, like, the vocals or something. Like, some part of the Velociraptor where he blows in it. like Almost like a like those seashells. He blows into it and it makes... Like, noises that they've been making. So... Grant still has, you know, Billy's case with the eggs. Knows, oh shit, you know, we need to give these eggs. Or somehow the raptors think that the female, um, Mrs. Kirby, is the person who stole the eggs. You know, like, bitches be, bitches be getting my shit, but my man, you know. You know how chicks are. They always fighting with each other over, over stupid stuff. So, <laughs> uh... He's, she's like, well, just give me the eggs. I'll give it to him. So he gives her the eggs to give back to them, which they do. So no payday for Billy. And Grant sees the 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 model, the 3D printed model. And so he starts blowing in it. You know, making these noises. And you think, okay, well, they got the eggs. Okay, now let's kill these motherfuckers for doing that. But he, like, called for help or something like that. The The call that they made for help. And then... They kind of look at each other like, what? He's one of us? Like, what? And then they scurry off. And then they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's just run to the coast. And I don't know why they would run to the coast. There's no boats or nothing there for them to escape. I mean, I guess they could put like a, you know, SOS, Castaway, Tom Hanks, whatever. But, uh, you know, this being Hollywood, this being a movie, uh, they're met by the Coast Guard. Because as soon as they get to the coast, they see a man on the beach, and he's got like a megaphone, and he's, you know, are you Mr. Grant? Are you Mr. Grant? Like he's, you know, shouting to, he's using a megaphone, and they're like, no, don't do it. Like they're going to attract, you know, the bigger dinosaurs. And then, doom, doom, they turn the corner, and there's like these tanks, this like, uh, freaking Normandy looking boats with troops and, and helicopters, like the whole shebang, the cavalry has come. And, um, they get to, you know, they're like, okay, well, shit, if anything comes after us, you know, they got the firepower, we're, we're safe. End of the movie, safe, you know, okay, cool. 
get on the helicopter and then Grant, we see Billy survived his pterodactyl orgy and is just laying there all fucked up. He's all like scratched up and shit. And he's like, ugh. And then he, uh, they didn't really tell him like, oh, hey, we got rid of your eggs. I guess he'll figure that out when they get, get home. They're like, what? You sold my eggs? I want to make an omelet. But that's the end of the movie. And of course, at the end, we see them, the pterodactyls escape Thunderdome and they're flying in the sky. Which, that's super scary because if those motherfuckers run amok in the real world, damn. Like, I've had, I literally remember a dream I had where I was attacked by those baby pterodactyls. Like, that shit was fucking scary. Just in my dream. Imagine that shit in real life. Like, just getting, like, think about being chased by by a little chicken. But, like, three, like, maybe a couple feet taller and wingspan you know like oh fuck that so that's gonna be it guys that's my analysis my synopsis of jurassic park 3 so uh don't go nowhere stay tuned for the outro and uh till we meet again oh wait fuck i'm coming back for the outro never mind i'll I'll say my goodbyes then stay tuned hi do you like ghosts, goblins, being scared, vampires, mummies, Frankensteins, and all kinds of oogly boogly things that make your skin crawl and make you kind of feel like there's something under my bed? Well, come down to Caleb's House of Horrors. It's a year-long haunted house where we will scare you, feed you, and have a laugh or two, but mainly scare you because, hey, there's something under your bed. <laughs> Please come to my haunted house. I really, really, I, I'm really lonely. I need, I need people. I need business. Okay, bye. Well, that's it, guys. This is the part where I say goodbye and I plug all the links in the description. But you know what's up. If you've been listening or if you barely started listening, I have an All My Links account where if you click on it, you'll go to a page where they'll have my Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Patreon, Teespring, everything that, that uh, that's out there associated with the podcast. Shut up and refill my popcorn. And, and of course, uh, all the links to the awesome, awesome shows, artists, uh, under the hashtag Network Familia uh, umbrella, I guess uh, would, I would call it. But go check them out. Go, go listen to some of the awesome, awesome episodes out there. You got the Geekdom Fancast, uh, Being Mike D Show, of course, Ill House Comedy, Vibing, and that's wild. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of entertaining, uh, awesome, awesome content. And then, of course, you got Dirty White. You got DJ uh, Chicken Joe. Oh, my God. Uh, so many other artists, physical artists. Oh, my God. It's just Mike Medina, uh, Roger. Awesome, awesome stuff. So go check it out. Like I, like I said, all the descriptions are down below. Um, go give uh, Billy Madison Show a listen. Go search. They, all their episodes are put on podcast form. Jared just came back from a long hiatus of uh, the whole COVID, quarantine, being sick. I mean, this dude, oh my God, 
He got he has had the worst 2020 so far. But go check out the Billy Madison show and uh if you listen on a daily basis, keep an ear out for my boy Sean. Sean's been on this podcast shilling his deal and uh, he tends to come in on time to time and call the boys and let them know about what they missed uh in the realm of movies and whatnot. So that's about it. I am going to do the next episode on Superman 4, A Quest for Peace. That one, that one was probably the worst one of my childhood. I love, uh, the one, part three uh, scarred me at the end, but I mean, four really, like, it really like, huh? Scratching my head. So, uh, I'll get into that in the next episode. And go back and check out all the old episodes that I've put out there. And let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, shoot me, a, shoot me a question if you have anything. I'm gonna, uh, I think I've put a few shout outs on there, you know, for all the Twitter family out there, all my friends that uh, I consider friends, a lot of cool people that follow on Twitter. So that's gonna be it. I hope you enjoyed this episode on Jurassic Park 3. Stay tuned. I know they're coming out with another Jurassic World movie. So, uh, I'm the Jurassic World's really kind of helped pick up the franchise. I enjoy them. I think they're really entertaining. The uh, the first Jurassic World, I mean, the second one was it was okay, but I mean, it's just you know, like I always say, it did it may it may suck, but it's entertaining. So, on that note, I want to thank you. I want you appreciate. I want to say I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, and uh, stay safe out there. You know, uh, we. We've gone from crazy to crazier and to just back to crazy. And, you know, the only, I, I really don't want to get into it. But all I want to say is stay safe and uh, tell the ones you love you love them. Because tomorrow's never promised, you know. And uh, just know that I appreciate y'all for listening. I love y'all. And, uh, that's that's it, man. I can't think of a thing. You know, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Spoony love from up above. Peace, love, chicken grease. Adios. Bye.